All right, kids, one of our wonderful children, Father's Day stuff, coloring, some whatever else, because I don't know, and Lizzie's the big helper. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, I was sitting there during the worship, and I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, you know, what do you want me to do? Is there something you want me to do? And he said, you're doing what I want you to do. Just worship me. Amen. You know, I have found, and I'm, you know, you might have heard me say this before, but it bears repeating, that when I'm being challenged the most, and I'm feeling a little tired physically, mentally, however, that if I'll just lift my voice and praise him, that it just, it's amazing how he'll come right there and then and just bring me that supernatural strength and bring me that supernatural peace that comes only from him, amen? It's such, we serve such a good God. I said we serve such a good God. And this is something I'm telling you, you've got to learn to do it. It's not something it's just for me, of us. It's for all of us, if we're Christians, to worship God. You know, to, to worship God and to pray to God, and they don't fully understand who God is, who God is, and how much he loves. I want to spend a lot of time with him. Because guess what? He has the answers to every question that you have. He has ability for you to overcome any challenge. I, I, I cannot that we need to be a praying church, and we need to be a church that continues to worship and praise. I love to praise Him. I'm, I, I'm convinced it's going to keep getting better and better as they lead us more and more into His presence. Amen. Glory to God. We serve such a good, good Father. Praise the Lord. Well, go with me in your Bibles this morning to James chapter 1. We'll have to start turning on that AC in here. How many think it feels good in here right now? Is anybody cold? Oh, praise the Lord for that one. Hallelujah. James 1 verse 22 says this, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. The New Living says, But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. You're only fooling yourselves. Verse 23, then back to the New King James says, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Verse 25 says, But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. And then the New Living Translation of verse 25 says, But if you look at the law that sets you free, it says, And don't forget what you heard, then knowing it. We all want God's blessings, don't we? We all want God's blessings, don't we? More of the blessings of the Lord in our life. Be a doer of the word. I said, be a doer of the word. In order for us to be blessed in what we do, we must be doers of the word of God. In order for this life, you must be a doer of the divine destiny. You must be. It's the doer of the word that's blessed. The word that overcomes the challenge. That fulfills destiny. God. It isn't going to happen to you by. I mean, I'm telling you right now. Listen, listen. I'm getting way ahead of myself. But I need to say this right here and now. So many people in the church world today have been deceived. Into believing that if they just show up at church. 
everything's going to be hunky-dory in their lives. I mean, come on, God. I went to church today. Now, bless me. Is that the way it works? That's not the way it is, is it? See, just coming and getting and, and hearing the word of God being preached. Now, let me say this. I'll stop and say it this way. If you come to a church, you better come to a church that preaches the word of God. You don't want to go to a church that's going to give you all a, a bunch of fluffing stuff. You know what I'm talking about? That things might pull on the emotional strings, that scratching on the back. Oh, this makes that feel real good. But then there's nothing there. It does, you might even shed a tear, but does it change your life? Because see, all the fluffing stuff doesn't change a person. But the word of God always does. If you hear it, and you do it. But if you hear it, and you do it. As the Bible says here, be a forgetful hearer what the word. In other words, we're going to have to get into the Bible. The Bible, we're going to have to meditate in the Bible. It's to you with as much love as I can muster. The Bible then I don't believe you really what means to you. How many of you have any problems putting food into your body? Nobody? Anybody have any issues eating? People can eat food. For example, for me, for Father's Day, yesterday. And when I was gone, I bought three, about yay big. And I'm looking so forward to afterwards, because my son, one of the gifts that I'm getting from him for Father's Day is he's going to grill the steak. Woo! And I'm going to tell you a little secret right now. You ready? I'm going to have no issues eating that steak. Putting it in to my physical body. Why? Because I need that food. Not only does it taste good, but I need that food to give me energy, right? I need that food in order to keep living this physical life. Well, guess what the Word of God is to us? It's spiritual food. We need to eat the Bible. And, 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 and I mean, if it takes you taking a piece of paper, I mean, uh, tearing a page out and chewing it. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But, but seriously, though, if we fully understand that the Bible, this is the words of God. This is what's going to give you supernatural strength. This is what's going to help you overcome and live victoriously the bible the b-i-b-l-e is the book for me and if you act reading your bible is not a chore reading your bible is something you just you wake up in the morning and you read my bible if you, i just go to church i'll even bring my i'm not gonna open it up because pastor dan puts the scriptures up on the screen but I'm going to bring my Bible with me, and God will see that as I've had. No. And listen, you're the kind of person who brings your Bible, and the very moment the Bible down on the counter, and you never pick it up. I'm going to challenge you to start Bible on a daily basis. We have in this church, and Ron, I believe, still does it. I don't know if he does. Reading through the New Testament on a yearly basis. Reading through the New Testament. I don't know how many times I've read through the New Testament. Honestly, I don't, it's a lot. But I love reading the Bible. It's so funny because I'm sitting there and I'm reading through one of the books of the Bible. And then all of a sudden I see what the next book is. I'm going, oh, I love the Romans. I can't wait to get into Romans. And then all of a sudden I get down through Romans and it says, oh, oh, Philippians. Oh, I love Philippians. I love reading through Philippians. 
The point being is you need to get excited about reading the Bible, about meditating in the Bible. Because why? We saw in the Bible, I mean, right here in, in, in uh, uh, James, that it's, the Bible is a mirror. The Bible is a mirror for us. You know, one of the things about a mirror, it doesn't lie to you. It's going to show you for what you really is. I've said this to you before. I remember I was at Missoula Bible Church. And in my mind, at that point in time, I was young. My mind, my mind. I'm young. I'm a young buck, man. I'm a young man. Young. And I went by a mirror and I looked. Ah! Wrinkles. Father, what's going on? I'm getting Then I'm saying this. I'm not older. But the thing I'm trying to get across to you is the mirror don't lie. Has the mirror ever lied to you before, Riley? Have you ever gone before the mirror before and screamed? <laughs> There's a dab in the middle. If any of my kids. <laughs> okay, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Just messing with them. But the cross is this. The mirror lie to you. It's going to tell you what you need to do. The corrections you need to make. You hear what I'm saying? But if all you're doing is hearing the word, guess what? What is going to end up happening more than likely is you're going to disregard what the mirror is telling you. You're going to go away from the mirror and forget what the mirror's told, told you you need to do. And guess what? The next time you go back and look in the mirror, guess what? That same thing's still going to be there. And then you wonder why your life isn't blessed. And you wonder why your life is still going. To, mm. You know what? As a minister of the gospel, probably one of the greatest challenges I face for me personally is when I take the time and I counsel people. And, and, and those people come to me and Pastor Joan. And they ask us for advice. They, they seek our counsel. I'm going to tell you this right off the bat. If anybody, any of you have ever been in counseling with us, you know this is true. What we're going to bring to you is what does the Bible say? What, is the, what does the Bible say? What does the Word say? But what kind of gets to me is we will present it to people. They... You know, this is, but they, they never do it. How do I know they ne They keep circling the same mountain. You know, the Bible talks about if you're just a hearer only and not a doer of the word that you deceive yourself. I, it's not, you're, you're, as I said last, because that's what he's out to do is deceive you. But you're deceiving yourself by just hearing the word. And it grieves my, angry, it grieves my people, people circling the same mountain over and over and over again and they can't understand why how do you think a person can come to church 5 10 15 years and yet things never change because they have been deceived into believing by showing up in church and hearing the word is all they need it's the same as being a doer it ain't it is not we're needing more proper english you hear what i'm saying to you this morning I'm trying to get you to get a hold of something here. And listen, I'm going to give you a little something to kind of give you that boost of excitement here. Being a doer of the word is not hard to do. Did you hear what I said? See, when we see in this word what we need to do in order for our lives to change for the better, 
And then we begin to apply it. Guess what happens? God gives us the grace we need to do it. What does that mean? God gives us that divine enablement, that divine ability to step out and do it. Are you listening to what I'm saying? See, first, you guys of the enemy, who tells you that if you're a doer of the word, you can't have fun being a doer of the word. Don't you just love going home and doing what you went to church? I'm going to go do what I want to do. all around you. I wasn't focusing in on any one person. I want you to get a hold of this because I want this church blessed. The, the only way it's going to happen is if you... Why do we want to help the devil? Isn't it true? You fool yourself. Do that? You know what it ends up happening? And this is the thing that's kind of sad. Is people don't understand by hearing the word of God, God expects you to walk in the light of what you know. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. God expects us to walk in the light of what we know. But what if we keep shunning that? God brings revelation to us. God, I need to know. I need to know what I'm, I, I need to know what I need to do to overcome this. I need, I need to know what I need to do to, to, to come out of this victoriously. God, what do I need to do? And he, and he brings revelation to you. Whether it's through a preacher, whether it's through your personal study time, from wherever. But you know God has spoken something to your heart. You disregard it. You don't do it. You know what eventually is going to happen? The Bible talks about where blinders come upon our eyes. Blinders. The God of this age puts blinders on our eyes. And no longer are we able to see the light. Whose fault is it? It's our fault. Now the good thing about it is, you still, if you're a born again Christian, you can change. I said you can change things. I was out mowing on, I don't remember what day it was, Friday morning. And I was sitting there and... After Womack, I haven't really listened to him, God from him. And so I've been, and he talked about how many hours of study and preparation he's put in over the years. He figured it out roughly and, you know, boy, you talk about just hitting me right here. I love to read the Bible. I really do. I love to listen to anointed messengers of the, the gospel message. I do. But when I heard how, how much time he spends praying. I came to the realization, I'm nowhere near that. And I'm not called to be Andrew Womack. I'm called to be Daniel Greenwald. But I want you to say, here's something here. What is it that God has gifted me to do? To, to be a pastor. That I, I, I firmly believe I'm called to be a pastor of the gospel. I'm called to preach and teach the, the word of God. If I'm going to be the best that I possibly can be for almighty God, Shouldn't I be putting all kinds of effort in my studies and meditations and so forth? And I just, it just dawned on me. The revelation came to me. The light shone upon my heart. I want to be great for God. I don't want to stay where I'm at. And if this is the case, God, I can't just put in this amount of time. I got to put in this amount of time. And why would I not want to do that? You know what ends up happening? Can I just say this with all the love I can muster again? Is we get distracted. And we want the easy way out. We, 
God. Our flesh wants the easy way out. Work. And you're physically tired. You're meant, and the easy thing to do is plop down in your chair and turn on the television, watching TV. To one degree or another. <laughs> but the why are you here for? Why am I here for? We're children of God, aren't we? We're new creations in Christ Jesus. We on the inside of us. And the only reason is to help further the today. To reach others for Jesus. You know, I'm saying that. It's not, a, it's not about how many cars we have. It's not about how many we have. And I'm not saying God doesn't want to bless you because he does. It's all about him. Because listen, no matter how you slice it and dice it, the amount of time we're here on this earth compared to eternity is a drop in the bucket. Um, I, I, I think it was, I don't remember what the guy's name is, but it doesn't matter. When I saw him do the illustration of a, had a, a, a huge rope that went all the way off the stage. And uh, yeah, that's who it was. And uh, anyway, he uh, had just this little tiny sliver. This is your life here on the earth. And all this, and it keeps going forever that way, is your life after you get off the earth. And the way you live on this little slice of on the earth determines how you're going to live here. Now, I don't know about you, and I've said this to you before, but it bears repeating. I don't want to just sputter and barely make it into heaven. I don't want to go, when I stand before Jesus, I want to do a belly, belly, with Jesus. Glory to God. I'm, I'm here, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't mean it disrespectfully. I mean it in the fact that I'm excited because I finished my course. I ran my race. I did everything he called me to do. I became me to be. I want Jesus to say, well done. Right. Enter into the rest I prepared for you. Sorry, that with everything in me. And it is not going to happen by just hearing the word of God. You've got to be a doer. But I'm going to tell you again, through the word and the blessings start to come, then you're going to go, Duh. Why, did I, why did I continue to allow my flesh to don't be a doer? I haven't already gotten to my message. Well, praise the Lord. God will not hold us accountable for what we do not know. But God will hold us accountable for what we do. You know what happens a lot of times when a person hears something like that? They begin to think, well, I don't want to know a whole bunch then because I'm going to be held accountable for a whole bunch. How ignorant is that? You know, it's, that's a lie of the enemy. You know, the Bible says my people are distorted because of a, a lack of knowledge. If you do not have knowledge of the word of God and you're not applying the word of God to your life, it doesn't matter. There's no getting around it. You shall not be blessed. You're not going to be blessed. And, and, and I know some people will say, well, there's a lot of sinners out there who are living very blessed lives. What, is, what does that mean to you? Just because they have a bunch of money? Do you know that there's a whole bunch of millionaires and billionaires who are living lives in turmoil? Let me ask you this question. If you had a billion dollars right now, but you were given up to die tomorrow, what good is that going to do you? Huh? If you're serving God, what if us? And some of the doctor says, you only have a week to live. I will big and say, hey, 
my God, by his stripes, I was healed. See, see, now I, wanna, I want you to catch this. By his stripes, I was healed. Not going to be healed. That means, listen, I don't have to have Jesus and be beaten again in order for to get my healing. That healing is now mine. Of the word, I'm going to do the word. I lay claim to that, fully believe for that divine healing in my life. See this? Be a doer of the word. Be a doer of the word. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now listen, I'm going to just say this, because I, I, I said this, I don't know if I said it the exact same way. I want you to write this down if you're taking notes. Deceiving yourself, what does that mean? It means you've come to the conclusion that by simply gathering knowledge about something, is the same as doing something. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? That's worth getting up this morning, combing your hair, and coming to church. Simply gathering knowledge about something is the same as doing something. People think they can go on YouTube nowadays, and there's all kinds of things on YouTube, and you can learn about flying. And that means that you know how to fly now, that you could go out and fly an airplane. I guarantee you, you probably couldn't. Just gathering knowledge doesn't mean it's the same as doing it. Gathering knowledge is important. Don't get me wrong. That's why the Bible talks about us meditating in the Word day and night. Keeping the word before us day and night. And, I, and that's, you know, going back to what I was talking about, I said that, it kind of reminded me of that. I want to be like that. I want to be so concerned that when someone comes up and bumps into me, the word comes out. I want to be a sponge. Amen. That's a Christian. He's been with Jesus. Shouldn't that be for all of us? Or, 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 or do you want to be the kind of Christian that go, says, I go to church. That, that's all I need people to know is I go to church. Blessing for people around you to be blessed. Huh? Am I, am I that believes we're called to be blessed? I believe I am. You ain't going to be blessed unless you do the word. All right. Praise God. Thank you for those couple of grunts. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You got to do the word. Go with me to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Oh, thank you. Not that one. Oh, I got to start over. I missed this. No, I'm just kidding. Matthew chapter 7. I'll get through this, hopefully. I'll start this. <laughs> Matthew chapter 7 says this. Not everyone who says to me, and this is verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who what? He who what? Does the will of my Father in heaven. Where do we find the will of my Father in heaven? Where do we find God's will? In his word. Verse 22, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, done many wonders in your name? Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Now notice this next set of scriptures. This is where I was going. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the wind house, and it did not fall, for it was. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and dumb will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sands descended. The floods came on that house, and it fell. Now I want to go over to Luke real quick, because this is Luke's account of the same teaching by Jesus. Luke 7, excuse me, Luke 6, 
beginning in verse 47. We're going to break it down a little bit here. Whoever comes to me, and here's my sayings, and I will show you whom he is like. A man building a house who dug deep and laid. Now many have said that this is upon Jesus. He's the rock. And how many know that's true? But that's not all there is to this. In order to lay our foundation on the rock, I hope you're listening, on Jesus, we must not only be hearers of the word of God, we must be doers. Do you see that here? Praise God. In other words, when we're hearers and doers of a word, that's when our house is securely founded on the solid rock, Jesus Christ. Amen. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against the house. Now notice this next part. And could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. Friends, when we're doers of the word, boy, I hope you're I'm about to shout. It doesn't matter how strong the winds blow. It doesn't matter how fierce the storm is. It doesn't matter how much the water's blasting up against your house. It says right here in the Bible that you will not be shaken. You will not be shaken. I, thank you, Jesus. You know, I don't care who you are. You're going to face storms in this life. You hear what I'm saying to you? It doesn't matter who you are. storm in your life. The question is to be founded on the rock, Jesus Christ. Founded on the rock. And the is what? Not just. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell. The ruin of that house. I want you to get this. Of these people heard the same things both of these people endured however one out and the other wasn't even shaken what's the difference one's a doer and one's not one's a doer and one is not you know i uh as you know we have faced many challenges of late in, our, in this ministry, in this church. And I'm not saying this to be woe is me at all. This is part of it. And, you know, I have heard from other ministers, this is going on all over the United States of America right now. So many churches are being hit with people who are, are, are just, it's, it's almost like they've taken a que sera, sera attitude toward church, going to church. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to show up at church. And it's so sad. I said, it's so, so sad. I want to have people who are hungry to come to church, coming to this church. And I understand we're all going to be in different locations, different places in our walk with the Lord. But man, I tell you, by the Spirit of God, you determine what you get out of every service. You know that one person can come in here and hear me preach the Word of God and leave me forever changed because they hear and they do. And basically get nothing. Church whose foundation is built upon the rock. That it does not mean you're just hearing the word. It means you are doing the word. Storms will come to everybody. Do you want to? Be, do you want to have a, a, a testimony? Gone through this great challenge. I was not shaken. During all that we've been going through, Pastor Joan and myself, everything we've. I mean, she'll come to me and we'll sit down and we'll talk. We've gotten into where are the people, what's going on here, what's going on, you know, so forth and so on. 
But you know what we've done through it all, through tears? We've lifted our voice to God and said, Lord, we don't understand what's going on. We trust you. We trust you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Is that being a doer of the word? And through it all, God's continued to come through for us. Come through for us time in and time out. Why? Because he's faithful. I said he's faithful. And I know this is true. Oh, this is such an awesome thing. I say this all the time. God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. 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 God loves me. And because of that love he has for me, I cannot fail. He won't allow it. Unless I am not doing the word. You hear me? I desire above anything else to have a church filled with people. who. I mean, let's stop and think about the person who built their foundation, I mean, built their house on the sand, beach before. But Charmaine has, she's lived in Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, have you ever been to the beach before? Built something there, and the waves come up in the water, and it's kind of just messing it. It starts to fall apart. Just think about building a house on something. It's not built on the rock. It's just built on the sand. Now, I wanna, here's, here's the question. You have a house built on the sand. You have a house built on the rock. Storm comes in. Comes in. What is going to happen when those waves, this house, the water starts to go just drive against it? Think it might get shaken a little bit? Think it might possibly, you know, what I'm looking for. But eventually, you could stop and just go, whoosh, collapsing. That's what a person does who's just a hearer of the word. That's what happens to a person. That's what happens to their lives. That's what happens to their house, so to speak. I don't want to see that happening to you guys. I don't want to see your house, your lives all around you in shambles. But I can tell you this. By the Spirit of God, I will know what happened if it does. You weren't being a doer. And again, I don't say that to condemn anybody. This is the love of God being poured out to you this morning. You want to be blessed. You want to have your house on the rock so when that same storm comes, you just keep standing. You're unmovable. There ain't nothing going to keep you from, from living for God. You're not going to let us pull back. You're not going to draw. We're not of those who draw back. We're of those who live by faith. God will come through for us. Here come the blessings. The blessings spout. Right underneath it, glory to God. And I, you know, I, I was, uh, I'll close with this thought. I haven't even hardly gone to my notes you're okay with this? Listening uh, to a minister talk about how, how he, he's been in the ministry a long time. But he said what has happened over the years is he's associated himself with anointed men and women of God. Fellowship with others or whatever. But the point being is, is he associates himself with people who are and he associates people who are blessed because in result over the years he has found his life to be so blessed because he followed their example of not just hearing the word but doing the word 
I want to be an example before you. Someone who is not just a hearer, but a doer of the word. I want you to see how God blesses us. I want to be a, a living example of that. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to keep associating myself with all of these wonderful men and women of God that my wife and I, we, we listen to, we soak on this stuff. She's constantly listening to Joyce Meyer. She's constantly listening to Andrew Womack. She's constantly listening to Jerry Seville and on and on and on. And I know that I do the very same thing. And I expect when I do the word of God like they did the word of God, I too am going to experience the blessings of the Lord. That's my desire. Be a living example of what it means to be a doer of the word of God. Are you hearing me? I'm not saying, now listen, don't fall into the, the mindset, if I start to live by faith, I'm never going to face another storm in my life. Both of those, listen, the one who was the doer and the one who wasn't the doer, both of them faced the storm and came through it rosy posy, and the other didn't. I have come to this realization too, listen to me. If that when you're going through the storm, first of all, God wouldn't allow unless he believed you could handle it. It's overtaken you, but such as is common to me, who will not allow you to be tempted, be tested, be tried beyond what you're able. But with the temptation to test the trial, he will provide you the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So it's already passed by God, and God said that my kid's going to handle that. So when you're facing, continue to be the doer that you've been, and gloriously. And not only that, you're going to end when the next, you just have to remind yourself of what happened the last time, how God came through for you. Praise you, Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Amen. Amen. You keep it up. You keep it up. That's right. You keep it up. You're going to be a living example. That's right. That's right. That's right. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. 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 Yes, you are. Glory to God. You are healed. Because if you was, you are. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. She's something else. She's been sending us text. She's been talking, slamming the devil and praising Jesus. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. You know, it's, 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 you know, I'm going to say this to you. It's a challenge when the devil, when the devil, sorry, when a doctor, sometimes they're being used by the devil, but anyway, when a doctor tells you something and you hear something about you, that's not positive. It's negative. It's a challenge. If that happens to you, let me say this to you. Call people of like precious faith to rally around you. Don't call people who are going to say, oh, you poor, oh, 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 I'm going to shed a tear. I don't want somebody to stroke my back. I want some of mine. And I'll join my faith with yours. This woman is coming out of this stronger than ever. <laughs> Case settled. <laughs> Hallelujah. Doers. Upon the foundation of the rock. The way we do that is not just doing the word. Please, please. We got to. I will. I will. Someday. Someday. I'm too young. I've got to enjoy my life. I like to go out and do this thing and do that thing. It, <laughs> it, listen to me. I've done it all the world can offer. I've done everything the world can offer. And now I've been living for Jesus. 
And I promise you, with everything that's in me, living for Jesus is so much more fun than living that way. I'm telling you, it's so much fun, funner to, wa- walk, to wake up after being drunk on the Holy Ghost than wake up drunk on beer and, and, and whiskey. It's so much better. Hallelujah. I mean, I used to get high on marijuana, high on cocaine, high on dropping acid, high on ecstasy. I ain't get high on that no more. I get high on God. There's no high like the most high. Praise you, Jesus. Glory to God. Let's be doers. Doers, doers. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to warn you one more thought because it just rose up in me. And I'll say, conclude with this. You cannot expect God to bless you if, he, if you're being a doer in one area, but you're not being a doer in other areas. I've had in this church fed up with the fact that they've been tithers, lots of tithing. And in other areas of their life. That God's a holy God. Now he wants to bless that person. Because they're tithing. But if they're still living in sin. In all the rest of their life. You see how I'm saying that. The way is just basically to disregard all of the other words. Except for that part about tithing. Either. But also walk in love. But also be someone who prays always. Be a tither. And do the rest of the rest of the word of God. Then you can really start to see it come to pass in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody say this morning. I'm not just a hearer. I'm a doer. I'm a doer. I'm a doer. Of the word of God. Just bow your heads real quickly please. I know I believe we're all Christians here. But I want to give you an opportunity right now. If you've been doing things you know you shouldn't have been doing. You need to get right with the Lord God Almighty. Listen, let me just, you need.